You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Scandariato with Red Property. And today we're going to talk to Stephen Lerner. And Stephen uh, is the founder of Early Bird, which is a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency. We talk about uh, real estate cryptocurrency as well. Uh, not many people know what that is um, in both the private market and the public market. And it's a, you know, it's basically designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all the investing news that is important today. He's got a podcast as well. He's been, you know, um, creating content for Early Birds since 2017. He's, he's written numerous, numerous articles about different topics. Um, and today we're going to kind of talk about general uh, 2022 outlook. Uh, some of it is going to be real estate related, some of it not. Uh, but really excited to have him on the show. He's got a wealth of knowledge. And uh, thanks for coming on, Stephen. Hey, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it and glad to be here. Excellent. Well, well, happy to have you here. So what's kind of your, um, it, looking back on 2021, we had a lot of, it was a pretty crazy year, right? So we had a, a lot of different things um, happen in terms of, you know, investment vehicles. So we, we talk about cryptocurrency, um, you know, being, you know, a new investment vehicle for a lot of mostly retail in, investors. Now we kind of saw some institutional investments being made into um, cryptocurrency. Obviously, it's a big year for real estate investors as well, commercial real estate investors and um, multifamily, you know, one to four unit um, homes. And uh, what do you think the outlook is for 2022? We have some new asset classes like NFTs. I don't know much about it, but I keep hearing it. It's like a buzzword, uh, kind of similar to when Bitcoin came out. Um, so, you know, do you kind of see these asset classes continuing on an upward trajectory into 2022? And, you know, if so, why? And what do you think? What do you think is happening in the economy? Yeah, thank you. So I think for the past few years, certainly since the pandemic started, we have seen an influx of new retail investors participating in the market um, across all of these different assets that you've mentioned, everything from stocks, um, to cryptocurrency and real estate um, and so many other different types of assets. You mentioned NFTs. And I think the, the box is sort of open now. And we've seen mo so much participation over the past two, three years that we're going to continue to see that trend in 2022. Um, as I, especially, I think a lot of retail investors are getting uncomfortable with some of the economic trends they've seen in terms of inflation. They want to get uh, a better bang for their buck, so to speak. And so I, my understanding talking to retail investors um, is that they're going to be definitely focusing not just on traditional investments in like such as the stock market, but there's going to be a lot more attention focused on private market stuff as well, including real estate. Um, investors just want to get, you know, the, the, the best interest that they can possibly can. Right. And, and when you talk about investors shifting to you know, more of the private markets that obviously they have to be a little bit more liquid than usual because in the, in the public markets, you can kind of trade in and trade out at any time. Some of these private investments like real estate, for example, 
you can't just trade in, trade out um, one day to the other. And you can't really check a ticker to see, you know, how your investment is doing. It's a little bit more longer term, sometimes shorter term, but not talking day to day. Um, so do you see liquidity still being um, being pretty active in 2022? Like, you know, do consumers have more liquidity than ever um, due to some of the uh, issues we've had in 2020 and 2021? Um, you know, and you see more people kind of pulling back from, you know, whether it's the Dow or the S&P or, you know, um, even some individual um, stocks that they're holding. Um, they think it's kind of a bubble, but we've been saying that for 20 years now. Um, so what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think you definitely, you know, you hit the nail right in the head. Consumers um, have higher savings than almost ever before. And especially with inflation being the way it is, they're definitely looking for ways to have the best possible investment. Um, I still think traditional stocks are going to be the way to go for many of these retail investors, but they're going to explore more private uh, investment opportunities as well. Everything from equity crowdfunding to cryptocurrency and real estate as well. I think to your point, the issue of liquidity will be something that retail investors have to get used to. It's not like the stock market where you can just sell at any time. It's not like a traditional savings account, which might be protected by the federal government. You're dealing with a lot of investments in the private markets where if you invest in it, you're going to have to wait several years till you actually cash out. Um, you know, I've done that for a few years ago, um, including with a few REITs. And um, I think a lot of retail investors who are now exploring those opportunities are going to have to be getting more comfortable with that concept of not having cash from your investments for the next few years. So it'll be a transition, but I think it's one that some retail investors will be making. Right. And, and, and you know, is the e-liquid investments really, you know, more safe than investing in the public markets, you know, what, what do you think? Yeah, I think there's certainly going to be different levels of risk when you're dealing with certain types of investments, cryptocurrencies, um, for example, I, the recommendation is these are always, you know, a small portion of one's portfolio, you know, they're, they're a bit more riskier. Um, I think it certainly depends on the investor. Um, I always say consult with the financial advisor. I, I, I do think, um, because of the, the, the risk attached with some of these types of investments, you know, retail investors should be cautious. Um, some may learn lessons the hard way, uh, unfortunately, but I think, you know, being cautious is certainly a good idea. And so what are the, what are some of the things you've seen with monetary policy in 2021, uh, moving into 2022? Uh, we were chatting a little bit before and how, you know, home prices are basically at an all time high. Um, is that going to continue into 2022? Or are we going to see kind of um, a little bit of slowdown? Um, that's my opinion, just a little bit of slowdown. I don't, I don't think we're going to see a recession, but uh, what do you think on the home front side? And obviously that does affect supply and demand um, dynamics for multifamily as well. Um, so what do, you, what do you think in general? Some of the moves that the Fed has made to, whether it's a good thing or bad thing to, you know, I guess help stimulate the economy um, in different ways. Yeah. So I, I think first to your, your first point about home prices um, and where the market's heading. Um, Zillow predicts that over the next 12 months, home prices in the U.S. will rise about 12, 11% overall. 
So the market's going to be heading in that direction. Um, so that that's going to be a big reason why a lot of investors will be looking at the real estate market over the course of 2022. As far as the Fed's concerned, you know, as you know, the tapering process is beginning. Um, they're beginning to they just started that and they're going to be probably increasing that over over the next few weeks and months ahead um, in terms of tapering. Um, interest rates might increase in the second half of the year. And I think what that will do is sort of kind of change the dynamic of the market. Right now, there are a lot of so-called bubbles, uh, whether it's tech stocks or cryptocurrencies, even in, into real estate. And so I think it, it will certainly change the, the dynamics of the market because once you start seeing interest rates go up, it's going to affect everything. It'll affect the way that a lot of businesses conduct business. It'll conduct, a, it'll impact the real estate state industry definitely because of, of um, you know, mortgages and whatnot. So I think it's going to have a big impact um, assuming the Fed actually does increase interest rates in the second half of next year. So then if they do that, what does 2023 look like? Is it kind of back to normal, you know, 2019 type of rates? Um, what do you think? I don't think they're going to be quite there yet. I think it'll take at least my, my opinion, maybe two years or so to get back to those 2019 pre-pandemic type of rates. Um, but I think it'll be headed in that direction, depending on what's going on with inflation, depending on what's happening with the pandemic. Um, if there are any more lockdowns, for example, um, then you're going to see unemployment go up and that might change the Fed's tapering timeline. And it might push out the interest rate uh, projected increases in, uh, from 2022 to 2023. So I think it really depends how things play out right now. I think it'll be closer to 2019 and 2023 in terms of the rates, but it depends what plays out over the next year. For sure. And so what type of investments is your group focused on um, moving forward to kind of hedge the inflation risk? Um, obviously the interest rate risk that you're talking about um, some of the, you know, the lockdown risks um, with some, some industries locking, potentially locking down again. I don't see that, but we'll see. Um, what, do you, what are some asset classes that you're advising? Yeah, I don't really. So with, at, with my daily newsletter at earlybird, earlybird.email, it's three minutes and we kind of go through the whole market. And I want to be able to sort of what we've done with the newsletter is to advise retail investors. Here's what's going on in the market. You know, let's take a look at this particular investment. Here are the pros, why you should invest. Here's a bullish case. And then here's a bearish case as well. And we want to empower investors to make their own decisions. I think what, in terms of uh, retail investors, what, what's definitely interesting them, um, it's definitely still big tech. It's definitely cryptocurrency. Um, and it, it, it's, it's some of those meme stocks, some of those um, stocks that did very well during the pandemic, as well as a lot of the reopening plays. And so that's sort of what I've seen retail investors gravitating towards. It's what I've been writing up. Um, I think depending on how the pandemic um, shapes up in 2022, some of those reopening stocks and travel and hospitality, I think could be good bets. Um, but if we go back into a lockdown scenario, then we, we're looking at the Zooms and the Pelotons of the world. And we're looking at the stocks that did very well during 2020, which had a, those stocks had a very bad 2021. Um, so maybe they'll recover if there are more lockdowns. But if there aren't, then I would say travel and hospitality stocks. Um, I, I also look at some of the big tech trends. Um, Metaverse, I think a lot of people finally learned about it in 2021. And I could see that being a trend that kind of uh, more investors gravitate towards in 2022. 
um, as well as other type of trends. Buy now, pay later has been another big trend in the financial market, and a lot of investors seem to be interested in it. I don't know if that's a bubble or not. I, I'd say that's sort of an area that uh, you need to take a look at more, but I wouldn't, you know, I definitely would do my homework on that first. So I think there, these are some of the big overall trends that we, we kind of look at in the, in the new year um, and, and that investors are gravitating towards. And in addition to your newsletter, you also run a podcast, correct? Yeah, a podcast called Early Bird. So the newsletter, it's three minutes every day, quick hit. Here's what you need to know going on that day. And then each week, there's a 20-minute episode where we take a deep dive into a different investing topic. So it's, it's sort of, you know, we, we have the quick hit stuff and then we have the longer conversational stuff as well. Awesome. And how can my audience find you, Stephen? What's the best way? Best way is uh, uh, the website earlybird.email. You can sign up for free to the email newsletter. Excellent. And what we'll do is we'll have a link to earlybird.email in our iTunes description as well on as our social media platforms. We'll also have a link to Stephen's LinkedIn page and a couple of other uh, websites that he hosts his content on. So uh, definitely encourage you to connect with him. And if you liked what you heard and or saw today, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps Stephen and I get our message out to a greater audience. And we really appreciate it. But hope to have you on again soon uh, for next year and take care. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.